brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Thank you so much for being here. As you know, we discuss a lot of things to help you grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. And as you guys know, I try to go around this beautiful planet of ours to find the best humans on it. And I think I found a good human. I found a good human. His name is Dominique Henderson, and he is a certified financial planner, a coach, a speaker, a podcaster, an author. I know, I know, it's a lot of stuff. And he works to help people get unstuck in their finances and careers so that they can be the best version of themselves. Like, I love that, right? But then I kept reading and he has really great stuff going on. So his personal mission statement is real financial advice has the ability to change the family trees and everyone deserves the opportunity to change their family tree. I freaking love that. As soon as I read that, I was like, oh, come on now, Dom. Come on, Dom. Speak in my language. How are you, Dom? Welcome to Straight Talk. I'm doing well, Nina. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you're here. So um, I like to start the show with giving people like the little question, right? Who yeah. is Dom? Dom, who are you? Tell us about you. Well, I am um, I am the husband to one wife, 25 years this past May. Uh, awesome. I have. I always like to introduce myself that way because I, I, I look at myself as this human being, and I'm glad you say that, not human doing. So who right. am I as a person? Not what do right. I do? I don't leave right. with that. Uh, I have three beautiful adult children. We're empty nesters. Uh, we're all doing, we're doing we're doing our thing as uh, you know self-employed business owners here. Uh, but I think more than anything, I, I what I've kind of learned about myself, uh, especially in my forties, is uh, my my propensity, my need uh, to give back to to want to help others. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I heard Tyler Perry say it once. And I think maybe he's at an award show or something like this. I'm going to have to get the address of this because I quote it so much. But he said, once you get to a point of success, your job is to hold the door open for others. And yes. that resonates with me. So uh, that's what I found myself doing. And in, in, no matter if we're on the wealth management side or the consulting side, mm-hmm. writing books, whatever we're doing, we're, we're trying to make sure that we deposit uh, more than what we took out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's, you know, that's what we should be putting in the world, right? Because it, I believe in the law of reciprocity, right? So what you put out there is what you're going to get back. Right. And so, um, and I'm sure as a financial advisor and a financial planner, you know, the, it got to make sense, right. It all got to make sense. (laughs) You're probably way better at that than me. So, um, I love, um, I love that you did lead with a human being part. And that's what I like to do on this show too, is because I have a lot of people like you, very successful, big thinkers, you know, leaders. Um, and I like to introduce my audience to the person, Right. Because people will connect with what you do when they connect with you. 
right? And so, um, yeah, you can lead with, you know, yeah, I do financial planning. This is what I do and go through the ABCs. But I really want to know who Dom is. Like, that's what I really like to know, right? So I love that you shared that you're a dad and that you have adult children and that you're an empty nester. So am I. And it is fun. (laughs) All right. That's a whole nother podcast, Nina. That's a whole nother podcast. I know. It is awesome, though. I'm 21 years in with my hubby, and um, it's it, the kids are out, and I am a happy camper. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> all good things. All good things. So um, I love what you were talking about here, especially the part about the family tree, yeah. right? Where does that come from? Why? why? Why that, Dom? Why is that such an important part of what you do? Yeah. Uh, so, well, what do I want to start with this? So I'm going to, for, I, I'll have colleagues, colleagues that will listen to something like this and they'll go like, oh, he's bad mouthing people, but I just, I'd like to shoot it straight. So um, I think this there's, is straight a, there's talk. a, this is straight talk. Let them know. There's a study by Cerulean Associates that says there's somewhere around 300,000 people uh, using the title financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think about that number, when I hear the stories that I hear with people that, you know, are, you know, single women or, um, you know, uh, minorities or whatever, and they talk about the, the problems that they've had finding a decent human, to use your words, to help them with their financial goals, I think it's pretty sad. I actually think the industry yeah. is not doing a, a, a good enough job on 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 that part now do i have friends and colleagues that do an excellent job yes i do but i kind of think that the the industry is awash with a lot of people that that really don't do the justice that should happen and when i think Mm -hmm. about the different stories i've i've had my clients tell me about how the work that we've done together has helped them and how people's levels of stress have gone down and that's not them telling me it's their spouse saying this is what i notice and my spouse, like that's something mm-hmm, totally different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I know how that has the trajectory to give people um, more oomph in life uh, so that they can find their purpose, so they can live into that because we don't know how long we're gonna be here. And so that's, right. that's what I mean about family tree changing. I mean, uh, the, the saying goes is that personal finance is so much more personal than finance. And sometimes you can, sometimes, sometimes people need help working through those stories, working through that any money trauma that they may have. And then let's just be honest, there's a lot of information out there. And I think people get overwhelmed and they say, I'm gonna put it off to the side. So there's a lot of things that I think um, can be obstacles towards people getting the the true freedom they want. That to to be really, really straight does not have anything to do with how much money you have exclusively, like how the industry uh, like focuses on it. So it's like quality of life. It's like, are you living into your purpose? Are you working a job that is killing you because you're doing it for all the wrong reasons? Like we talk about all those things. I talk about all those things to my clients because that's real life. Right. Right. And that is real life. And I love that. Yeah. You know, that, that the personal uh, uh, finances are more personal than finances because that's absolutely a thousand percent true. Right. Because if you can, if you can deal with the personal aspect of it, it doesn't matter if you're making a thousand dollars or you're making a million dollars. If you deal with the personal aspect of you're going to thrive either way, if you're dealing with that. So I love that you 
pointed that out. Um, and I also love the, you know, changing the family tree thing, because Dom, I think, you know, it starts with our mindset and how we deal with things. Like you said, you know, money traumas and stuff that comes from somewhere yeah. that comes from somewhere. And a lot of times it comes from, you know, uh, watching our parents maybe not handle it well or watching our parents not make the best decisions or tell you that they don't have and always struggling, right? Th those things cause a lot of issues and trauma. And I know because I've been trying to overcome those things in my life too and think differently, right? So yeah. I'm working on my self-development. Um, so that's really powerful. So are you, it, so I know that you do financial planning and all that great stuff and um, when you say that you're a, a coaching people or you're a coach, is that what you're dealing with right there is the personal aspect of it and how the finances work in their life? Or is it um, more of the financial part of it and how to how to do the finances? How do yeah, you do I, the coaching I, this, part? Is, this is a great question. And without getting too nuanced, because I know there would be people and he's giving, you know, I don't want to get into all that. Yeah. I look at financial coaching as a verb. I know people that are financial coaches as a noun, that's the title they use. But I feel that my job is merely as a guide. And this is what I say to just about all my prospective clients. I say my job, if I just wanna make it really, really simple, is to help, in this case, let's say Nina, take her limited time and her limited money and help her spread that across unlimited choices. Because a lot of people get distracted with all the things that can that can happen. I use the example all the time. Let's say somebody comes to me and is like, Dom, I need to sell uh, to save for four, $4 million for retirement. Okay. Um, when do you want to retire? Why do you want to retire with $4 million? Oh, well, I would like to do this, that, and the other. I dig down. I don't stop right there. I say, what is the reason why you want to save $4 million? What is the reason why you want to retire early? And then we get into the conversation that's like, well, I work so much now, I never get to see my family. Ah, right. Okay. Now okay. we have something there. We don't need $4 million to see our family and we don't need to retire to see our family. Let's start building in some things that we can do right I now that. So that you can mm -hmm. start seeing your family more. And you know, that, that may look like you're in the wrong job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It might, it might look like that. So mm -hmm. we work through a plan to get you to where you want to go. And some of this, you know, it really, I was talking to one of my uh, youngest clients the other day and we've been working together probably about a, a year and a half ish. And she's at the point right now where she's thinking really strongly about taking a sabbatical. The work is overwhelming. She does. She doesn't enjoy life. She's got other priorities besides just work, like family and kids and stuff like that. And I was like, "Let's figure out how we can work your plan to make that happen." Mm -hmm. Because at, the, at, a, at a certain standpoint, we're talking about mental health. If you're just going to a job and you're just getting burned out, so I think all these things are um, they need to be the ingredients inside of a really great um, relationship with your financial professional. Um, so. When you ask that question, whether I coach or I advise or I plan, I do it all. I do what the mm -hmm. client needs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, because we're, we're multifaceted, right? Yeah. So I'm sure that when somebody comes to you, they come with a multifaceted idea yeah. or concept of what it is. Or they didn't even know that they needed that, right? Yeah. Like you said, yeah. they didn't even know. Yeah. So, um, so because our space is so inundated with um, coaching and people calling themselves things that they really aren't or or taking people's money and then leaving them flat. And I'm going to just, I'm going to speak no, it like it is. Right. I'm going to speak right. it like you it is because there. yes, there's a lot of them. I, I actually was, uh, you know, I had, I gone through that a little bit myself. And when I'm coaching my clients, I've had a couple of them that have been burnt like that too. Right. So, so it, it's happening, Dom, it's happening yeah. in a big yeah. way. Right. So give me, um, if you can, can you give us like 
maybe one or two things that us as as laymen, right, who need a financial person in our life, what do we look for? Yeah. What what is it like? What are the kind of the key things that you would look for if you were looking for somebody to help you with that? Yeah, I would. So there's probably two things, maybe three. The first one is just your good human barometer, right? Mm-hmm. Like my wife's is way better than mine. She's way more, you know, on it when it's when she's like, she we we might meet some people and she goes, yeah, I've got a good feeling about them. Mm-hmm. That's a, something to pay attention to because if if a person doesn't pass what I call the sniff test. They can be as smart as all get out. Competence is kind of like, you know, table stakes in this industry. I mean, granted, there are people that are more competent than others, but there's there's certain exams that you have to take, which I'm going to get into in just a second, that that demonstrate your viability as a as a financial professional. And so that's not what we're really talking about. We're talking about somebody that's about to see you get financially undressed Mm -hmm. and needs that bedside manner and empathy and, you know, uh, the active listening and all the other things that go with their level of yeah. competence. You yeah. want that. You don't want to feel like your financial pro- professional is talking down to you. You don't want to feel intimidated. You don't feel like there's stupid questions whenever you meet. You don't want to feel any of that. So right. like, there's a vibe that people give you when they act like that, condescending and all that kind of stuff. If that's that, out the box, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The second one I would say is um, that kind of goes along with that is would you refer this person to your parents? If the answer is no, you probably don't need to be with them either. <laughs> if, if you're not good enough for my mom and dad, you're not good enough for me. That's the way That's I would. Good. Yeah. And, um, the last but not least is there are, <laughs> you know, there's so many just def- different designations. But what I will say is the following. Typically, and let's go back to that number I gave you earlier. So there's 300,000 people using the title of financial advisor. I decided to go certified financial planner about six years ago. There's mm-hmm. just about 90,000 CFPs. So there's a big gap between I just took a test and I can sell you insurance or I can sell you some stocks or whatever mm-hmm. and CFP. CFP, we have to have what is called the four E's. You got to have 6,000 hours of education. Wow. I'm sorry, excuse uh, um, experience. You got to have a bachelor's degree in something. You got to go through the um, the education courses. There's eight classes that you have to take, and you have to pass a comprehensive exam that takes about three months to study for. So, so there's a gauntlet of, of, of things that we have to go through as CFP. So, right. I would say for a person that's looking for somebody, start there. Right. Okay. Start there. Now, granted, some CFPs don't do coaching and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, we can get into you know, where you are along the financial continuum, whether it's like, I'm just at the, the very early stages, you know, where we're talking about like debt management and cash flow, or we're getting more into like talking about investments and how I do this with, you know, X amount of money. There's all different types of flavors. But what I would say is if you start with the CFP, there is a body of work and there's also some standards by which we are held that other financial advisors do are not held by. And I think you you can kind of shoot yourself in the foot if you start going down that route where people aren't held to a standard because then right. why are they going to treat you any different? Right. Is that something you think is okay to ask, Dom? Oh, like, absolutely. And I think okay. if you get the wrong answer, then you probably have your answer. Right. <laughs> If you get That's somebody good. back it That's up, good. they're like, what do you need to know that for? And yada, yada, yada. Because all yeah. this is... um. 
all this is um uh, i mean if we could do a screen share i'll show you like you can go onto a website and you can see people and we can get we give it to your audience for the links you can go in and type my name in and type my firm's name in and you'll see that i'm registered and all this other kind of stuff you can go do that like and right. so people might want to do that here's the other thing i would say we're in 2022 if you're a financial professional is not out there and searchable youtube google linkedin something that's a red flag to me. Like, right, I don't care right. how private you want to be nowadays. It's like, people got to, you know, did you write a blog article? Have you put out some videos? Right. Like something. I mean. Something got to be out there. I mean, anybody can find you anywhere, really. You yeah. Know, they can't find you. That, that, I think that's a red flag. I think that's a red flag. <laughs> that's funny. I love that. So tell me a little bit about all the other stuff you do, because you're also an author, right? And yeah. you do some speaking. Uh, I know you have a podcast. I do want to know about all of that, especially, um, you know, the I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, maybe because I'm a podcaster. So I do want to know about that as well. So talk to me about, let's start with your book. Let's start with your the book you came out with. What, what's yeah. that? So what's that about? Assess, address, and adjust um, a practical guide to becoming unstuck and achieving your life's goals. I this has that. been the, this has been a uh, man, you know. Uh, so for a lot of the pandemic, I was having conversations with clients on both sides of my uh, businesses. And I, I got the theme of Dom, I could be doing more. I am, I feel like I'm in this. I'm in the, on this, I have a ceiling above me. I'm not living in my purpose. I'm unsatisfied. And I think that was one of the gifts that the pandemic gave us is the, mm -hmm. the opportunity to reflect on where mm -hmm. we were in life and whether or not we were happy with that or whether or not we felt like we were our highest and best. Um, and so I actually, the book is a, is a, is an aggregation is a mosaic of frameworks I've been using probably for the last decade almost, because I was like having those conversations over and over and over again. I was like, it dawned on me. Like you have solutions, if you will, to some of what people are saying, like right. how to find yourself, how to create a vision, you know, how to develop a personal philosophy. Like what are the elements of success? I've done a lot of studies on like the top 1% and what, and what they do and, and why people sabotage themselves. And, you know, the, this, the stages of life that you go through where you have to become something in your mind first before you do something to then have something. A lot of people start mm -hmm. at the mm -hmm. end of having or mm -hmm. wanting rather. And they they never become the person that can that has the capacity to hold that thing that they want or things. So that's what the book is. It's it's really kind of like walking through those frameworks and helping you apply. Awesome. I I really wanted to make it something that didn't take people a long time to read. So you could literally like read it at the weekend. And in the and what I feel the, the, the most beneficial part of it is is there's a 30 day action guide like a workbook. Oh great! Say, wow. On day one you do this. Day two you do this. Day three, you do this and just walks you through. So that That's 30 awesome. days is to kind of like give you a little kick in the pants. And hopefully mm -hmm. after that, you've mm -hmm. got it drilled in and habits and, you know, uh, and, and continue to move forward. That's really great because... And I love that it's a quick read because, uh, you know, truth is, Tom, is that that's one of the biggest excuses for anybody not developing themselves is always saying that they are too busy, right? That they are too busy. I'm too busy. You need a coach. No, I don't need a coach. I'm too busy for a coach. Well, you, yeah. you're going to stay busy. You'll get somebody who can help you. You're yeah. going to stay busy, right? So that's really fantastic. And I'm going to be picking that up. So what's the name of it again? Assess, Address, and Adjust. Okay, uh, great. A practical Guide to becoming unstuck and achieving your goals. The assess address, and I can go through that framework. So I've always looked at life like this. There's, and it's not just because I like acronyms or alliteration. It's just, it just makes sense. And that's how I remember it. So we always have to assess our situation. It's almost like you step on a scale, 
You see what the scale says? It's an objective measure of where you are. There's the only, you have to know where you are right now in right. order to know where you want to go. Right. Then we're going to do the addressing. Okay, I've got this problem. This is what I need to do about it, right? And then you adjust behavior-wise. If, if, it's, if it's weight, then I need to figure out if I want to diet, if I want to work out, if I want to do both, do I want to hire a trainer, blah, blah, blah. I, the, method, me, the methodology is out there. Right. What I choose to do is obviously going to be a product of how bad do I want it? Right. Mm -hmm. That's the that is the one, two, three of how you achieve goals. It mm -hmm. otherwise does not happen because mm -hmm. a lot of people get too focused on results and they don't realize that there first has to be a mindset shift about what you're trying to become. And then you'll put into what I call the deliberate practice of things, which is what you do, how you behave, how you act, how you keep on showing up. That is going to give you so whatever good. results. You yeah. Want. Yeah, I love that. I always say that all the time. How do you show up? Because that is so powerful. And, you know, a lot of times we show up not the right way. I love that you first have to look at the reality of the situation. And one of those things, Don, that you probably maybe even yourself have run into with some people is that old way of thinking that we don't discuss finances, right? We don't discuss the money. We don't discuss any of that. And then people are like shooting blind, right? I had to learn, you know, with uh, my financial uh, advisor as well, you know, like, where's your numbers at? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk, about, yeah. yeah. talk yeah. about that number. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the best thing I ever did because it gave me a really nice handle on eliminating debt and raising raising my credit score and all that great stuff. But had I not done the work or done the reality check, right? I'm over here talking about straight talk, no sugar added. Here I am, don't want to look at nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was it was a really great reality check. And I realized it's not just with that, even with my health, same thing. I had to step on the scale, talk to my nutritionist, talk to my naturopath and get some stuff going, right? So I, I get that. I get that. And that is awesome. And I'm going to pick that up. And I know that people who are listening are going to pick that up. So that's awesome. I also want to talk to you about other things you're doing because you're also a speaker and you do podcasting, right? Yeah. So tell me what you do when you go to, to speak. It's not one of those boring things where you just stand there and talk about finances all day, right? What, what, no, I got to keep it live. It's way I, too fun for me. Okay, go I'll ahead. I'll be honest. I, I love, I love to, I love video. I love live stream. I, I've kind of always kind of, you know, kind of tongue in cheek joke that, you know, one day I want to have a TV show, but I, I think, um, it was my so it was two things that that started this evolution. When I started my my wealth management firm six years ago, I hired a video coach, and it was really just kind of serendipitous. I was just like, I'm trying to save money, you know, low overhead. I don't want to have an office and stuff like that, and I want to be able to meet with people virtually. And you know, the pandemic came along. It was like, oh, that was a great idea. But it right. also it also got me into the habit of just being on video and creating content around that which then kind of birthed the podcast. I remember I was doing these like really, really boring um, uh, voice, you know, screen PowerPoint with my oh, voice, yeah. not on my face. And my wife was like, let me get this straight. So you're trying to get people to trust you with their money and you're not showing your face. And I was like, <laughs> don't you love women? Dang, I was like, well, I really did marry up. Look at that. <laughs> So, I like a wife to tell you the truth. Let me so tell you. I, I doubled down on the I doubled down on the video. Uh and and that's I've I've kind of made my so my podcast is called Conversations for Financial Professionals. And what we really try to do on that is really empower the next gen or the 
tomorrow's financial professional with basically the lessons that I've learned over 22 years of doing this, because what I realize is I'm not going to reach everybody. I don't even have a desire to work with everybody. Um, But if I can, if you will, duplicate or multiply myself with people that want to get into the industry, I feel that's, uh, you know, a really great benefit. Um, So that's what the podcast is mostly about. We have some really great conversations. We've had uh, people inside the industry as well as outside the industry to talk about, you know, why, when people mention the word financial advisor at a dinner party, does it clear the room? Like, what is that all about? Like, and how can we fix that? How can we make things right. better and stuff? And just really giving uh, consumers of financial services an inside view into what things look like. So it's not just for the person that's trying to uh, become successful in this field. I think a lot of consumers can can get, th- at least they start listening to that and they know what to ask somebody that they want yeah. to work with. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so uh, the the speaking um, that you do now is like mostly virtual. Yes, a lot of it's virtual. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everyone I'll, I'll probably get back on the conference circuit eventually. I'm kind of boycotting conferences. I, I, I'm a, I feel a something. And this is just a personal aside, <laughs> but I, I kind of feel some type of way that all the financial conferences, there's no consumers of financial services there. It's just us talking heads to ourselves. Oh, like, what? What is that benefit? That's right. not. <laughs> that's not helping anyone. So uh, I'm kind of boycotting right now, silently. I get you. I get you. So talk to me a little bit about about your firms, because um, I know I have, like I said, I have a lot of leaders in business, yeah. um, professionals here, and stuff like that. So tell me a little bit about each firm and, and yeah. what it is that you do. So DJH uh, Capital Management is a registered investment advisory firm. And all that means is that we've gone to the state of Texas and we've said, hey, we want to help people uh, in obviously in Texas. That's my home state. And then anybody else that, you know, wants to work with us. So we work with I have clients in, you know, D.C. and California and all over the place. Uh, the, the, the main gist of DJH Capital Management is taking an unconventional approach to what people really want. What do I mean by that? Well, people really want their money when they trade their human capital and all that is, you know, that makes up them for financial capital. The money is just a conduit to get things that they want in life, right? And sometimes we need to look beyond the numbers, beyond the charts, beyond the graphs and all the boring Monte Carlos, you know, all that stuff and kind of be like, Nina, what do you really want? Like, who is Nina? How do you want to show up in the world? What's the impact that you want to have? And how can we allow your money to to facilitate that? Like right. that is a more exciting financial plan for me to build because it's it's moving, it's dynamic, it's changing. Um, and so that's the kind of financial planning that I like to do. Um, on the jumpstart side, it's really easy. Um, we're we're taking the lessons that I learned by interacting with clients in my wealth management firm and teaching that to the next generation. Because oh. I kind of feel like real financial advice, that acronym is relatable, empathetic, attentive, listening. That's the only type of financial advice that we need out here. We don't need all that other stuff. We don't need behind a big mahogany desk with my suit and tie, looking down at you, talking about how you, you've messed things. Like, who, who does that yeah. You know, most right. of my clients come to me. They're highly intelligent. They're high earners. Uh, they're busy, right? What they need is not more information, but they need strategy on all the information that's out there so that they can kind of look at things from a different, I'm a lot of times my clients have told me, I really appreciate that perspective. 
because that's what they're seeking. They're seeking a different perspective. I just happen to be an expert in financial services. And I think right. the perspective um, from that standpoint allows the relationship to really grow. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking to exchange value. It's all about value. Like no one mm -hmm. pays, you know, nobody exchange gives up a $20 bill for something that's worth $20. Like right. they've got to feel like it's worth more than $20. Right. But I look at the same thing with the advice relationship too. So that's the type of clients that um, I serve. That's fantastic because I know that um, the audience that I have is that kind of client. So that's that's really great. And I love I, I love everything you said, because, you know, somebody uh, like me, like I said, I, when I went to my financial um, advisor, she has a lot of the same ethos that you're talking about. And that's what I was looking for, too, because I didn't want to feel like an idiot, even though I am a six figure earner. Right. It's not I'm not in finances. Right. I'm yeah. not. I'm more of the creative. I'm, you know, I'm into um, culinary and I'm a director and I, you know, do my my coaching and all of that. So uh, not that you can't do both, but it's something that I had to learn. It's a skill I had to learn as an adult. Right. Um, so it's really fantastic that you give people that different perspective and also are welcoming about it. Right. So you're you're pulling them in and you're welcoming them into your space. So I, I think the, the other point to make, you make up a, a really good point to, to, to kind of park there is you, when you are a doing whatever you're doing in the world and you don't want to become an expert in finances. Maybe you'll be an expert in your finances, but you know, in a macro sense, not an expert here. What I find is people are seeking leverage. They understand yeah. the power of leverage. I, I give this example all the time. I have a guy that comes back and comes by and does my landscaping every week. I know how to cut my lawn. I'm actually pretty good at it. But right. would I exchange an hour of my time or as quick as he does it, sometimes with his crew mm -hmm. way quicker than that, mm -hmm. for the price that he charges me doing it, it doesn't make sense. It's not an right. even trade. And so I think a lot of smart people, intelligent people, they get that. They go an hour worth of my time, you know, you settling down and figuring out, okay, these are going to be my next podcast episodes. This is how I'm going to bring value to my audience instead of going out and like working through your 401k. It's like, right. why would you do that? So Right. That, then that is so true. I, I remember watching a, an interview once with this, um, I forget his name off the top of my head, but he's a Jewish business guy and he does, he gives like all this financial advice and somebody asked him, you know, oh, Jewish, you know, you're Jewish, you're Jewish people are always wealthy or something. They were joking around with him. And he said, because I don't exchange my time for things that I know I can pay another professional to do. You know, he said, I'm not going to go out here and try to figure out how to fix my car. If I have a mechanic that knows how to fix my car, that's a waste of my time. Right. And I was like, I, and that I took that to heart. I was like, that makes so much sense. And yeah. as I started to grow and growing my coaching business and my podcast and everything, I realized I need a podcast manager or my VA or, you know, I need a team and you need a team yeah. because it's hard to do it all by yourself and wasting your time with all of the little stuff that steals the blessing. I always say the little things that come <laughs> and steal the blessing. I like that. You know? I like that. Yeah. Like that. So I'm really, really um, excited that you came on here and that you dropped all of this knowledge, Dom. And I know that I, like I said, I have a phenomenal audience. So I want to know how we're going to follow you, how we're going to listen to you, how we're going to work with you, all yeah. that great stuff. So drop it for us, please. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, this, I've made this so easy in the last couple of months. And this is because of my team uh, that, that forced me into this corner and said, why don't you make it easier? You got to, you know, so I have Dom Henderson. <laughs> Between them and your wife, you're in trouble, man. <laughs> Look, this is one thing about me I have noticed. I'm, I'm So I'm 46 now. And what I have noticed is that the team you put around you, you know, although I may be, quote unquote, the leader, they all have what they they, yes. they bring to the table. And I try to make sure 
that I keep listening to them. Does that mean I'm going to do everything they say? No, no but no. I love the ideas. Keep them coming. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's really great. All right. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, no. So Dom Henderson SR as in senior dot com. Dom Henderson S uh, Dom Henderson SR dot com. You can get to everything there. There are a link to the to the wealth management as well as jumpstart as well as the podcast, the coaching, all that stuff is all oh, in great. one spot, the blog, everything. Great. So anybody who is listening right now, uh, Dom, do you have like a, a free consultation or anything like that where they can talk to you about what they're planning on doing and what they need help with? Yes. So if you go to uh, that site, DomHendersonSR.com, you can click on the button for, you know, I would like to speak with a financial advisor, financial planner, and it'll take you directly to my calendar. Um, I do a complimentary discovery session for people that are like, Hey, what direction do I need to go? I've never talked to a financial planner before. I don't even know where to start. Yada, yada, yada. We have all that hooked up there for them. Beautiful. Dom, thank you so much for spending time with me on Straight Talk. I Absolutely. really appreciate it. Thanks, Nina. I'm really glad we, have, we, were, yeah, we were able to hook this up. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm over here canceling on him, y'all. It's all me. It's all me. You know I was moving. You know y'all heard my pains and my aches <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Tom, thank you for being flexible. Really, Absolutely. I appreciate you. I Absolutely. really, really do. And guys, thank you guys so much for being the amazing audience that you are because I could not believe my numbers when my podcast coach called me and said, have you looked? I said, no. He's like, it's at almost like 32 or 35,000. I cannot believe that. You guys rock. But thank you so much for doing all of this and spending time with us. I'm going to make sure to list all of Dom's information below so that you can make sure you connect with him, work with him. Guys, seriously, if you guys are out there really trying to get your financial game on, this is why I got him on here because he's the real deal. So make sure you guys hook up with him. This is Nina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time.